message today someday soon love is going to change the way of the world wouldn't that be a wonderful wonderful thing good morning this is craig on rainbow radio i bet you wondered if i was going to show up <laughs> well i've been here i just had to get my zoom set up and uh, my live cast to rainbow radio on facebook and so we're live on rainbow radio on facebook if you want to if you want to join me or uh, zoom in and uh, have a live chat. That's always available. And that information is always available on rainbow-radio.com. Glad to have you here this morning. Uh, as I always like to start the day off with the weather report, because after all, some days, especially lately, maybe that's all we want to know about is the weather. <laughs> and so here we have, it is cloudy early with peaks. P-E-E-K-S, not P-E-A-K-S, of sunshine expected late. Highs 67, a little chilly, not necessarily beach weather. Winds south to southwest at 5 to 10 miles an hour. Pretty boring. Uh, humidity 77%. Sunrise already happened in case you're uh, still in bed at 541. And sunset is at 757 p.m. So it's a long day, and this coming week, it's going to be uh, cloudy. Uh, well, it says mostly sunny uh, starting Monday. Tomorrow's cloudy. Monday, mostly sunny, partly cloudy. And then Wednesday through Friday, it's going to be sunny, sunny, sunny. Mid-70s all week. So it's going to be a beautiful week coming up and probably some beach weather. I was, I was very sensitive to that beach weather. I remember when I first moved here, I had my beach chair in the back of my Scion XB, and uh, whenever I had a moment, if I was driving down PCH and it was, I was so inspired, I, hey, I was ready. I just pulled off the side of the road and I ran to the beach and spent an hour or two and, um, I don't know, mingled with the natives. <laughs> and it was all good. I want to thank uh, Mike Johnson for uh, sponsoring uh, Rainbow Radio. And I have to say, he has um, put the word out there. Oh, actually, he's... Um, He's uh, open housing today at 959 Oriole Drive <laughs> uh, here in Laguna Beach, if you're so inclined. Uh, a dear friend of mine has put his house on the market. And uh, it's, uh, it's uh, one bed or two bedroom, one bath. <laughs> I'll just put it all out there. And uh, 
Mike Johnson is, oh no, actually Chris Tibbetts doing the house, but they're all at Compass Realty. They're all one big family and Mike Johnson's our sponsor. So is Chris Tibbetts. So if you want to go out and say hello to Chris, he's, I think it's today, maybe it's tomorrow, but you might want to check. Anyway, I thank them for sponsoring and supporting the station. And it looks like I'm going to do a, uh, a station takeover with Dave Hansen uh, of Laguna under Laguna uh, publication he does. And we're going to uh, be here uh, and take over the station and play for an hour uh, upcoming uh, this month. Uh, I think it's the, the 20th to the 24th are the dates sometime there. He's got to get back to me on the particular date and I'll share that with you. But that's what I'm looking forward to lately. That'll be fun. Um, what else? What's the other news? Oh, the big news. Um, Mike Johnson put us in touch with the Laguna Art Museum and a Laguna Art Museum has asked to, they're going to do a panel at the museum on the 18th. With this is this is just wonderful, starting at four o'clock, and we're asking. Uh, I guess it, the panel is going to be about the LGBTQ plus heritage and culture in Laguna Beach since forever, and there's a lot to put out there, an absolute lot to put out there. I, we had the first gay mayor, and uh, we we didn't stop with just one. I know, <laughs> so. Keep that in mind, and uh, unlike, uh, kind of like uh, Palm Springs, I think the whole, I think it was recently the whole city council was uh, gay. Um, but anyway, I digress. <laughs> but so we're gonna have a panel uh, at the Laguna Art Museum, a panel discussion about the history and culture, and then we're gonna have a little celebration party afterwards at. Uh, the art museum in in the museum and it's going to be fun there's going to be food and adult beverages and music and lights and sound and everything that goes along with being proud and out and fun and that is on the 18th of this month which is pride month and the other the other big news is we got the rainbow flag resurrected again on front of city hall because it is Pride Month. <laughs> June is Pride Month. So uh, look for flags out uh, festooning the city, uh, particularly at the Laguna Art Museum. They have been so great. I, I, uh, a shout out to Daniel there and the rest of the staff at uh, Laguna Art Museum. I'm so excited that this is happening. We just really put it together and you'll see more and more about it probably in Stu News and uh, I suppose in Under Laguna publication and in uh, the other um, the, the local, uh, <laughs> I can't know the name of the publication evades me, but certainly here on KXFM radio uh, regarding this event that's on the 18th. That is what uh, Laguna Beach Pride is doing in honor of. Uh, uh, gay pride month which is june is you know it's a it has become a nationally recognized uh i guess uh dates um so most of the uh, many of the pride festivals are during this month and many events uh national international go on in june which is wonderful and so as with uh the radio station and my little rainbow radio we're celebrating here as well and uh, uh on the this month we'll do the we will do uh all we can to support this on the 18th it should be a lot of fun and it's open to, certainly open to everyone i think there's an, a nominal charge to go to the uh first part of the event which is the panel but the, the remainder of the event is free and you can show up if you don't want to go to the panel and hear about laguna which i Think would be a tremendous loss <laughs> and the panel is very affordable to, to go and participate in that you can just go to the after panel discussion and, and the celebration if you so choose and that's free and i think that starts at five the panel starts at four and, the, and i think the uh, main uh, celebration starts at five and goes to eight and it happens to be the same weekend as the fete de la musique so there'll be a lot of people 
lot of things going on in Laguna Beach. It should be a fun weekend. Uh, there's no other Pride events going on really uh, that week, and that's why we picked it. Uh, uh, L.A. Pride and all the other, and San Francisco and San Diego, they're all, it's a, it's an available weekend, <laughs> let's just say. So we're looking forward to that, and I hope everyone can go be there and, and we can share the love and wave the rainbow flags and be proud of our heritage and inclusivity and uh, diversity and all the things that are so wonderful and the culture of Laguna Beach uh, being so inclusive and, and kind and honorable and all those good things. It, all those things that warm my heart and uh, many, many people of all persuasions and, and that's a wonderful thing. So yeah, how about that? <laughs> um, what else, what else is uh, local news? We are, uh, the Pride event uh, we have uh, is, is going on, and it looks like we got more activities for, this is in our, our, our Pride event is in August. Um, so we have on the 18th of June, we have the event, and then we don't have another event until, uh, we don't do anything in July. Um, well, I shouldn't say that. We may have another bonfire, but... Um, then in August, we have our Pride event, and then in September, we're working on a big a big event. Uh, hopefully, we can partner with Radiant. Um, so we're working, working hard, working hard, and um, doing everything we can to be a big part of the community here in Laguna Beach. Uh, what else can I add to the spice it up in there? If you, We're always looking for volunteers, especially for Pride. If you're interested, just go to... Uh, lagunabeachpride.org and there's a volunteer page there and we have a new volunteer director bobby and he's uh uh lots of fun nice guy <laughs> and uh, he doesn't bite and he's sensitive to volunteers concerns needs skills talents uh uh, uh he's um he's great what can i say about bobby so um, if you want to be on the list, he'll uh, work with you and uh, make it happen and meet new friends. Uh, we don't overwork our staff, our volunteers. We try to keep it to uh, three or four hours and then a break and then enjoy the event. So it's um, that's part of why you volunteer to meet people and enjoy the event and uh, make a contribution. And, and uh, it's very much appreciated. So uh, we'll be back uh, after a short music break, and we will um, have some uh, lots of news this week. And, and I want to talk uh, about solving the gun problem, which is a topic that I think we need to discuss. Yeah, what can I say?
Yes, let's all be happy ever after. That's a great song. Um, Julia Frodham, right? Yeah. Happily ever after. Um, I Today is Saturday the 4th. I just realized there's there's an event going on downtown, and it's free, and it's at Main Beach. And it's called the Kelp Fest 2022. And it starts in, uh, it's, um, well, what time is it? It's um, it's 9.24, uh, actually 9.25 now. <laughs> so in 35 minutes, it starts. Uh, so it starts, it's from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. today. And it is uh, presented by Ocean, the Laguna Ocean Foundation. So what is it, uh, the Kelp Fest? And what is kelp? <laughs> it's a, well, it's an ocean kind of thing. Uh, interact, engage, and learn. Activities, environmental organizations, music, mermaids, ocean-themed costume parade, raffles, trivia prizes, and family fun. How can you go wrong downtown on the cobblestone uh, at Main Beach in Laguna? So you got, what, 10 to 2 is four hours of, uh, of the Kelp Fest today. So uh, grab the kids, the dogs, <laughs> whatever else. A picnic lunch. Oh, maybe they have food. Do they have food? Oh, there's plenty of food places around there. Uh, and 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 uh, run down to the cobblestone uh, at Main Beach in Laguna Beach today. It's free. Free as in, as a friend of mine used to say, well, it's free as in no money. Well, what? <laughs> How can it not? Shouldn't it have no money if it's free? So, yeah, it's free as in no money. And it's sponsored by a non wonderful nonprofit organization, the Laguna Ocean Foundation. So it's uh, educational as as well. How can you can't go wrong, right? <laughs> so uh, I'm I, I'm going to dive into this and and leave it alone. I'm going. It's my one 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 horse response to a very uh, difficult. Um, a very difficult situation is going on in, in the United States today as we have a lot of dialogue back and forth regarding uh, regarding the issues with uh, the Second Amendment and, and dearly, the interpretation of the Second Amendment, which has become very contentious. And a, a lot of very contentious words back and forth from both sides, upside, forward, back. And so anyway, there's a, a young... A young man who uh, named Richard Hogue, who was from the Sandy Hook, a survivor from Sandy Hook, and he's become a very um, strong vocal person about trying to bring people together to make a decision. And you can't fault him for that. Whatever his beliefs are, he does believe that people need to come together. So, and he's been very uh, adamant about that. So, and he wants a solution. He feels that. Uh, it's not acceptable that's going on and that we can all agree on that. It's not acceptable what's happening, uh, the, the loss of lives. So uh, with that in mind, I wrote him an open letter thinking maybe there is a possible way forward. And this is my message to him that I've posted a few places and maybe we'll post it in Stu News as an, in an editorial or a, letter to the editor. Maybe they'll publish it. Maybe they won't. I don't know. Anyway, I want to read it to you here today. It's fairly short. And then said and done, um, <laughs> I'll kind of leave it at that. And so here the letter goes. It's um, from Craig to David Hogue. And it, it's regarding, in response to David's recent get one thing done message to Congress. And he was interviewed, and that was what the interview was about. Let's get one thing done. And that was his message to Congress. The one thing to get done by Craig Cooley. Uh, this was written, I wrote it on Memorial Day, uh, with the year-to-date gun death toll in the United States, year-to-date on Memorial Day, which is what, how many days into the year? The death toll is 17,833 people who died in the United States. That's a pretty alarming number. Okay, here we go. History has demonstrated that often the seemingly complex and unsolvable problems of a social and political nature have a simple common sense solution that is overlooked. The result is sadly that too often 
outrage and anger and rhetoric take the day. And so, sadly, nothing gets done. There is no resolution of the issues. So, uh, is there a simple common sense solution for the death toll from guns? Yes, absolutely. There is a simple solution, and the proof of concept model has been proven. Wow. <laughs> Consider our history with cigarettes and the tobacco industry. We didn't outlaw cigarettes, but we did mandate that the manufacturers implement truthful, responsible, and informative business procedures and policies concerning the use of cigarettes and the uh, related hazards, dangers, and risks of smoking. This is a free America. If you choose to smoke, that is your freedom. If you don't want to smoke, again, that is your freedom. And you should be free from secondhand smoke. We worked it out. From the 1960s, when the tobacco industry was called on to comply with the greater awareness of the hazards and responsible use of tobacco, today the per capita consumption of tobacco use is down to 25% of what it was, and it's still falling. It is working. The same dynamic could easily be legislatively applied to the arms industry and the gun manufacturers. Like the tobacco industry, they should also be responsible. Informative and the safe uh, regarding the safe use of their products, like the drug companies that must distribute and recommend the responsible use, their responsible use, the tire manufacturers that must make their tires to certain safety standards and proper in, and proper inflation, the gun manufacturers, given the inherently dangerous nature of their products, should be held to the highest standards, or like all other manufacturers of products risk losing the rights to manufacture and sell their products. They should provide instructions and recommendations regarding responsible use, training, and security, safekeeping with warnings why easily accessible accessibility pose a particular hazard to all those too frequently who use their products in life-ending suicide. Over half of the gun fatalities in the U.S., or suicide, which is an alarming statistic. Over half, I'm gonna say that again, over half of the gun fatalities are suicide. And I, I have to say, I, I feel uh, the easy accessibility to guns uh, contributes considerably to that uh, statistic. To go on, uh, this is a simple first principle solution. I feel everyone can get behind and support. Like cigarettes, the guns are not being taken away. And like cigarettes, instead of, instead of the tobacco industry spending millions on lobbyists and other often misleading narrative, when compared to the definitive puritanical science, the arms industry could do the same. Consider what the outcome might be if the gun rights groups, including the NRA, who have spent $15 million in 2021 as lobbyists, Instead, spent that amount on programs of instruction and safe use of their products. Imagine the immediate number of lives that would be saved. Maybe not a complete solution, but a start. Personally, I feel that our legislature should not receive any incentives beyond their financial compensation paid by us, the people. Their loyalty should be to us. They legislate in our best interest and do their best to uphold their sworn duty to defend the Constitution. Financial influence and incentives from outside sources are not appropriate, nor should they be legal, in my opinion. But I digress. And like cigarettes, alcohol, driving a car, flying an airplane, performing surgery, or getting a pet from a pet shelter, the applicant's age and requisite training and education regarding the hazards of any product should all be a consideration. The applicants must have some basic screening that applies to the circumstances. You can't renew your driver's license if you have three DUIs. You can't perform surgery without the proper credentials and so on. <clears throat> I don't think anyone wants to see more kids murdered at school or for anyone to discover the easy accessibility to firearms that allow suicide to be a quick answer to a temporary problem. I think we can all agree on these two items, and I don't think this common sense approach I am suggesting is too much to ask of anyone. It has worked with cigarettes and many other hazardous items. It is simple common sense approach that can work again for firearms. 
it comes back to what is reasonable and what is, and that very powerful word is often successfully used with legal ease. What is reasonable? What would a reasonable person do it is difficult to argue against what is reasonable. The first principle concept says you keep the process simple. You take some reasonable steps, first steps, follow with common sense responses and repeat the process. Today would be a good start. That's my rose-colored glasses <laughs> message. Uh, you know, if 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 anything gets done, his his uh, David Hogue's response was that we have uh, all our all our legislators are um, that nothing's getting done, and we've had uh, both parties in uh, in control of Congress. Both parties in the executive branch uh, over the last couple of decades, and still nothing gets done on either side. And it's not a matter of politics; it's a matter that just nothing's getting done. And that's a good point. I know you know Congress has been controlled by one party uh, for a period of time, and then another party for a period of time, and so has executive branch. Uh, and yet, uh, and and yet with um, one of the latest surveys with uh, gun owners. Now, this is gun owners, registered gun owners, not the general public, but 79% of registered gun owners want some kind of screening. Um, and yet, with that majority of, uh, of uh, I don't I guess, opinions, uh, uh, support, nothing gets done. So you got to question... Uh, reasonably, why isn't those who represent the people uh, responding to what the people uh, would like to see uh, happen? And um, it's not happening. You know, if you run a business and your employees are have their <laughs> employee manual and they have instructions on what they're supposed to do and they don't do it, uh, what do you do? Well, you, you replace them or you... You put them on notice maybe first, but then you replace them if they don't perform. Pretty simple. You don't keep them in their position for 40, 30, 40, 50 years, and then give them a nice retirement package. <clears throat> oh, I digress. <laughs> anyway, so uh, that's my deal. Um, I'm over. I'm done now. I, I, can, um, I can go on to other things here. And we do have a lot of news, but um, uh, I was going to go on to something positive now. But, you know, again, as I read the news, I was, I was disappointed. Hmm. Well, let's see. American lawmakers in Latin America. This is some good news. All right, let's shift gears. We're going to go on to world news today. <laughs> Latin American lawmakers pledge to end conversion therapy. Now, I think this is great. And I think there's so many countries. It's, I find it interesting as I read the news on Africa. Now, Africa is a big continent. And there's a lot of countries and a lot of different governments. I, uh, this, you can say kind of... You can kind of say the same for the United States. There's all these states and they all have different but there's not such a disparaging difference between the states like there is between the countries in Africa. Some of the countries in Africa are fairly progressive, when, particularly when it comes to LGBTQ issues, as I have found. Yet some of them are very, very conservative and, uh, and have many, many laws against what's going on. And so uh, it's, um, it's crazy. Uh, now... How does, what does that have to do with Latin America, which is another continent? Um, it seems to be fairly consistent from country to country, and that is that it's not hugely embracing of, uh, of the gay thing, unless it's um, Mexico, which seems to be uh, much more progressive than the southern Latin American countries. But anyway, I digress. Latin American uh, uh, lawmakers... Uh, a pledge to end conversion therapy, which I think is, uh, it, you know, when the first argument is, well, they can change. Why do we have to put up with with LGBTQ people? They can change. Go, go get it. Go, go to the doctor and get it fixed. Right. Well, 
it don't work. Sorry. It's like you got blue eyes. Okay. The only way to change them is to scratch them out, I guess. And that's what they try to do. Oh, I digress. This is in Argentina. Openly LGBTQ lawmakers from across Latin America who gathered in Argentina's capital last week agreed to work together to ban so-called conversion therapy in the region. Yay. The second meeting of the Global Equality Caucus Latin American chapter took place in Buenos Aires. Those who attended agreed to uh, uh, agreed to the effort to ban conversion therapy in the region would begin in countries where openly LGBTQ people have been elected to public office and where allies can be identified. That's probably very key. <laughs> Much easier to do where there's uh, a, vo a voice. <clears throat> Efforts to correct sexual orientation and gender identity. That's the organization, ECOSIG, also uh, misnamed conversion therapies, lack scientific support and are based in prejudices contrary to human dignity of all people, reads the document and signed at the end of the meeting. The practice of ECOSIG has widely uh, spread the institutionalized and institutionalized in our region outside the law, which represents the threat to all LGBTQ people and especially to the youngest members of the LGBTI plus community. So that's good news. Sorry, I, I found some good news. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, there's other good news here too. Uh, where did it go? <laughs> I should put, I, what I've been doing is I, I put a big plus mark on the, on the news I find and, and say that, um, uh, and, and then I put a big negative sign on it, but I didn't do it this morning and now I'm suffering for it. Let's just read this LGBTQ rights in East Africa. Now this is good. U S sometimes takes an active role. Well, that's nice. We take an active role. Uh, and this was a good one. I, 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 you know, usually, usually politics is about, oh yeah, I support that. We're going to do this, yada, 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 and nothing happens, right? Well, apparently something did get moved along. Uh, so, uh, LGBTQ rights in East Africa. Now, like I said, Africa's, uh, the continent is very diverse in its uh, attitudes about LGBTQ issues. And uh, so the, on uh, the first of this month, June 1st, first day of uh, Gay Pride Month, this is the fourth in an eight-part uh, eight series focusing on, on the impact of Joe Biden's February 2021 order to U.S. government agencies to promote and protect the human rights of LGBTQI plus persons around the world. In April 2022, a total of 14 U.S. Department agencies, ranging from the State Department to the Peace Corps, combined to create a comp comprehensive report about what they have done in response to that presidential order. Of the 32 African nations where homosexual activity is illegal, I mm -hmm. wonder how many nations there are in Africa. That's a good question. Someone text me, let me know. Today's uh, post focuses on East Africa. It includes excerpts from the U.S. activity promoting LGBTQ plus QI plus rights in Uganda, Kenya, and Tanzania. In 2021, Uganda's parliament passed a sexual offenses bill that provided for up to 10 years imprisonment for same-sex sexual activity and criminalized sexual activity between females. That's lovely. The U.S. Department of State Family and and uh, State and Family and clearly noted its public opposition. Oh well, that's okay. The U.S. Department of State and Family clearly noted its public opposition to violence and discrimination against members of the LGBT community and its concerns in with wording in the bill that might violate the human rights of LGBTQ persons. In other words, they stood up to it and said it's, it doesn't make sense. And in August, President the president returned the bill to parliament and the embassy uh, has continued. Um, 
OWA has continued to work on it. So it it didn't pass. Uh, they stopped it from passing and they and they and they got it reconsidered, but it, they didn't totally stop it. So anyway, what I'm saying here is that the president put this out and asked them to report, and the reporting has indicated that things are getting done. In other words, it didn't just get put out there. They got put out there and let's hear what you're doing about it. In other words, go do your homework and don't just tell me you did your homework. <laughs> Come back and show me what you did, which is um, which is a good thing. <laughs> oh, fully embraced Botswana's queer struggles since discrimination. Uh, this was on the 31st of last month, African Arguments. Here we are back in, uh, in, uh, that, on that continent. In November 2021, Bostwan's Court of Appeals upheld a landmark 2019 ruling that it decriminalized same-sex. Before the original verdict, same-sex sexual activity had been punishable by up to seven years imprisonment. In the wake of the 2019 decision, the government filed an appeal reportedly to appease conservative voters. They didn't like it. <laughs> they didn't like that. They thought that, that gay people should still go to jail. It was a political card that they were playing, says Bradley Fortuyn, a human rights activist. It was the government, it was for the government and the ruling party to go back to their constituents and say, we tried. And when the appeal failed last year, President uh, changed track in a speech to lesbians, gays, and bisexuals of Botswana. The organization that had spearheaded the legal challenge uh, had said the members of the community can derive comfort in the expectation of being fully able to benefit in all government services that they had been hitherto unable to access. Now, for the record, you and, and <laughs> you are fully embraced. Fear not. My job is to protect you and everybody else. That is good news in Botswana. <laughs> and that's coming from their leader. That's so there is good news. <laughs> now, would the rest of the of the nations in that continent take notice, especially uh in Ghana, <laughs> where where they're they're really quite um yeah, yeah. Well they so it's a process. What can I say? I'm just happy to be in Laguna Beach, Iguana Beach, yeah. <laughs> uh, dare I say more? I think I think I've prattled on quite long enough. We're going to take a short music break here. And uh, uh, this is KXFM 104.7. This is Craig and Rainbow Radio. I'm here every, every Saturday morning, 9 to 10 a.m. And reporting on what's going on in Laguna Beach with LGBTQ news and information and then i give a little local uh national international news as i've been doing for the last few minutes but uh don't forget there's the kelp fest today main beach on the cobblestone can't can't beat that sounds like lots of fun grab your kids grab your dog and uh and make a day of it down there you know <laughs>
It's Craig on Rainbow Radio. It's that time of the day when I have to sign off, and Ada May will be here in just a second. I want to thank everyone for tuning in and remind everyone one last time, the Kelp Fest is going on here, June 4th. It is June 4th at, at 10 a.m., and actually in five minutes, it will be commencing downtown on the cobblestone it's free it's sponsored by laguna ocean foundation how about that <laughs> so uh you can't beat it bring the kids it's a it's a you don't have to even wear your sunblock today um <laughs> and, and 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 you can learn a few things about the the kelp i wonder do you, can you eat kelp i don't know <laughs> maybe they'll maybe they'll have a demonstration on how to prepare kelp <laughs> Or maybe not. Maybe I'm making socially inappropriate statements here. Far be it from me. Anyway, Kelp Festival downtown. It goes on for four hours, so you you have no excuse. You have plenty of time. Thanks for tuning in uh, uh, for Rainbow Radio. I'll be back next week. Don't forget on the 18th of this month at the Laguna Art Museum. That's where to be, and it's uh, going to be a fun time, festive time. It's LGBTQ everything. A great panel discussion about the heritage and culture, all about Laguna Beach. We had the first uh, gay president, uh, presidential candidate. We had the first gay mayor in the nation. We had a lot of firsts here, right here in Laguna Beach. There is a rich, deep, long heritage and culture that we're going to explore in a panel discussion. Afterwards, we'll have a fabulous uh, party celebration about everything LGBTQ for Laguna Beach and its history. You can't miss it. It's going to be a fun evening uh, with uh, some light entertainment, some light food, and some libations. Uh, so uh, be sure to check it out. Uh, it'll be posted later today on our, on our website for lagunabeachpride.org. And there'll be some press releases forthcoming. It just got announced yesterday. So you heard it here first on KXFM 104.7. Again, thanks for tuning in. Have a great day, and we'll see you here again next week. Thank you.
good morning. Oh my gosh, I'm on television. I think uh, Rainbow Radio left me on the TV. I can't believe it. Well, everybody, if you want to go live, here I am, Ida May, live on the air and live on television. This is Ida May. I'm bringing you Radio Neighbor today, KXFM, Laguna Beach's very own community radio station. And I just want to give a big shout out to this staff. This staff is keeping us alive and well, all us DJs here. We are really grateful that for their messages. I mean, COVID's kind of coming back to town and coming back to California in a big way. And we're just so happy, all us community jocks, that they keep this place is as clean as an operating room right now. You could do surgery in here, I'm telling you what. And I'm just so very thankful for that. So anyway, KXFM, this is Ida May. I'm starting with a request. I'm doing some requests today. This is one of them. This is from the Echo in the Canyon album and uh, documentary with uh, Jacob Dylan. Right here in my room. It's an old Beach Boy song. It's a cover, but they do a good job right here on KXFM Radio Neighbor and Ida May for the next two hours. And here comes another request, Van Morrison, Warm Love, right here on KXFM. Just say 